This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic, Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. And that's who this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. Boy, that State of the Union address is going to be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think we already discussed that a fair amount. So I I looked up um, Mystic Pizza on Uh fanfiction.net, the mobile version. Right. And uh, the results that I got appear to not be about the movie Mystic Pizza, but are things that just happen to be titled Mystic Pizza. Uh Uh-huh. Such as The Mystic Pizza by uh, Silberner Wolf. Uh, which is described as Harry, Ron, and Hermione order a pizza, chaos ensues, and then in parentheses, seven years. Did they order a pizza in Mystic, Connecticut? Or is this like know. a Hogwarts pizza? I, I guess I could pull it up, but I'm guessing it's probably just an unrelated Mystic it's, pizza. It's probably just mystical as a pizza. If they made it in Hogwarts, then it was made by house elves. It was Dobie's Pizza? It was Dobie's Pizza. Okay, so then this, the no, second Dobby. result is a story called Mystic Pizza by V. Heston, uh-huh. uh, which is described as being about the Turks sit down with Cloud and his allies for a truce meeting after the ending of the original game, but the pizzas ordered for them to eat have an extra ingredient, some smuttiness, and just plain weirdness. Smuttiness, huh? <laughs> so this is a Final Fantasy VII story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Features humor and parody. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Let's see. Then, uh, this one doesn't appear to be in the title. It just has the words Mystic and Pizza in the description. It's a a new Teen Titans story Mm. uh, by TV God. Uh, The children of the Titans, Rave, Beast Lad, Blackbird, and Android, along with fellow heroes Alakazam and Mystic, embark on a series of adventures. Romance, villains, and pizza. They're out to save their parents, but who says they can't have fun, too? So somebody wrote their own Teen Titans episode. Yeah, and then the last one is called Lonely Hearts by V. Heston. And another V. Is, Heston. Yeah, so this is a, another, this is a follow-up to the Mystic Pizza story, it appears. Okay. So it doesn't sound like there's anything that interesting. Um, anyway, so no Mystic Pizza fan fiction. As far as we know... Werewolves of Mystic remains the only instance of said thing. She get a uh, like type of uh, oh we have a transcript of it actually. She, <laughs> uh, paste that onto some fanfiction websites. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. All of them. Uh huh. Just like a thousand of them. So we just become the number one Mystic Pizza fanfiction writers. Wait, are you guys transcribing your episodes? Well, no, we well that one we wrote it, it ahead okay. of time and then performed. I think I'd script. rather yeah. you said, yep, like a we masterpiece theater kind of thing. Transcribe. Yeah, if you want a transcription episodes. of our podcast, you can write to <laughs> Oprah or Harpo Productions. And, uh, you know. <laughs> I always wondered about the transcripts of talk shows that they would offer, you know, at the end. Like, mm-hmm. if you want a transcript of this episode of Jerry Springer, you know, please send a stamp or, you know, money order to, like, so and so. Yeah, I wonder who the people are who have, like, 
every Oprah episode. Wait, like, you're probably not script. just getting one of them, right? You're getting all of them. Mm-hmm. So right. every episode, you're getting the Oprah script mailed to you. Right. I wonder if they come with like a nice cover or something, or if it's just like some pieces of paper. No, it's probably like bound with like the script binding thing. But mm. it makes sense for like Judge Judy, who would want the transcript of the proceedings. But like, yeah, maybe. why a talk show? You could just well, I guess this was pre like YouTube, so you, you could only you would have to reread have them to and read it, picture it in your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and uh, oh yeah, oh. You know. Me and Holford know somebody who uh, just went out with somebody who they found out were on Judge Judy once, Ooh. and they broke up with that person. Why did did what? Yeah, I feel like. Did, did, no. did you know about that? I think I did. I forget who it was, though. Maybe don't say their name. But, yeah, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? Bleep, bleep. Right, uh, yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, she was going out with this person, and turns out he had a Judge Judy episode, and I forget what he was, like, on trial I for, guess it but depends. it was, like, owing somebody money, like he owed his ex money or something like that, and she was just like, ah, that's hilarious, but nope. Not did gonna. she even watch the episode I first? think she might Okay, have. all right. I watched a little bit of it. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, so uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. This is a podcast about the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle Mystic Pizza, which we discuss one minute at a time, having never seen before. I'm your host, David Holford. With me, I've got... John Windsor. And today, we, our guest is... Caitlin Fontecchio. That was a little off format. Sorry about that. Just occasionally want to throw you guys a curveball. Hey, what format? Yeah, exactly. Well, so, um, how many times have you been back to the show? This is what, your sixth? Sixth time? Or is this your... This might be my... Eighth? Eighth. Wow. Yeah, we've kind of not had any new guests in a while. Well, you know... You saturated we the have, market. Uh, you, you've yeah. asked all your no, people. We, we have, like, a, a regular staple <laughs> of guests. And, and, like, we've even pulled back some ones that only came on once, like my mm. brother. Like, mm-hmm. he came back on. Like, hopefully we'll have, uh, like, Hannah and Addison back on soon. Right, yeah, I kind of like that about uh, the show, though. We're not constantly looking for new guests. We just kind of have, like, a core of guests. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like a There's troupe. Like, yeah, it's like we're a band, and, like, our music as our voices. <laughs> just just to listen to how beautiful my voice is. <laughs> it's like music. So, uh, who wants to walk us through what happens in this, the 64th minute of this movie? Uh, should we rock, paper, scissors? Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, how do you do a three-way rock, paper, scissors? How does that work? Uh, like this. This is great radio, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so we just all put our hands in. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I got scissors. I do both of you. Rock. That's so, how we do so it. Wait, do you want to do I it? I rock and all you right, guys Caitlin, scissors. give us a rundown on this minute. Uh, all right. That's so, your prize. Yeah. Um, so Vincent D'Onofrio is doing a monologue in JoJo's face, and he is. it's not quite an ultimatum. It's actually just... I love you, and you just love me for my dick. Yeah, I believe the exact quote is, all you love is my dick. Yeah. Which we all wrote down at the same time when that line happened. Well, I wrote down, you're using me for my body. I was being a little nicer, but also because it's like a thing like a woman would say, but she wouldn't say my dick because Mm. obvious reasons. Well, she could. Well, she could. She could. Being inclusive here. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. If the pieces rated R, that would be like the PG-13 version. But yeah, they're they're on the dock, Bill and JoJo, and she's uh, saying sorry for um, stealing his truck. And he says, like, don't you get it? I love you. And, like, when people love each other, they're supposed to have a wedding in a church with the blessings of God, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Which is what makes up what he described as commitment. 
Right. And right. also his instant blasphemy after his like proclamation of he cares about God mm-hmm. superficially. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's just the times <laughs> we're living in, but it's like hard for me to even imagine a character that's like religious enough to not want to have sex, but also isn't like an insane Republican. Mm. You know? Or someone who <laughs> wouldn't say Christ's sakes. Well, he's a boat person. <laughs> you know, uh, boat people are married to the sea, if no one else, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I guess that makes sense. So uh, I think he's just uh, he's a pretty traditional boat person. I bet there's still a lot of bills in the world. But uh, I bet, just don't meet I bet those bills work with a lot of, like, meth heads <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like, what, what do I have these people on my boat for? It's funny that you said monologue, because I actually wrote down that this would make a pretty good monologue for an audition. Mm. (laughs) I love you! I'm sorry, I can't do this I wrote down, great speech. (laughs) And yeah, after he says the uh, wedding in the church with the blessings of God and all that shit, he says, like, uh, he's like, don't you see that I love you, and all you love is my dick. And that is just, uh, like, a wonderful... Poetic. Poetic, wonderful poetic line delivery from Vincent D'Onofrio. Have you guys ever watched like a play audition, like back in school or whatever? I did one once. Yeah. So did you watch other people do theirs? Because did you get pick your own thing, or did they give you a script? Well, they gave us uh, you could choose scripts, or you could do your own thing, and it was my first and only time. Actually, no, I tried again like way later, but this time I didn't get it. And I just did an impression of Ben Stiller in Heavyweights, and I did his monologue about um, I eat success for breakfast uh-huh. with skim milk. And um, do you know that whole speech? I did. I probably could wrote memorize memorization like whip it out, but I'm not. And a one. No. And a two. <laughs> no, I don't remember. But I know that I did the voice and the same exact delivery in terms of just like literally copied it, mm-hmm. but did it pretty well, I think. But clearly missed the mark of like you're auditioning for a character in this play right. so it should be like them that you think I went to an audition is. in high school once. it was no and all you love is my dick uh, audition yeah and uh, I got guy, a lot of laughs thank god <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of laughs right. from Mr. Nolan there was a guy that followed me and his <laughs> audition like yeah he's nice this kid's audition was he did the, the scene from Blues Brothers where he's begging for his life in the sewer <laughs> he did that as like a monologue uh-huh. and he just like fully committed to it he was like on his knees and stuff yeah you know? was it he was... wearing like a black suit I don't remember that that's entirely possible you gotta have that if you're a Blues Brother. I think that if you're a sufficient enough Blues Brothers fan that you would pull that out you probably would go the extra mile and like bring you know mm-hmm. at least some sunglasses yeah <laughs> yeah exactly anyway to wrap uh, you know the summary of this minute up uh, Bill's basically like, I'm done. This is over. Yeah, so they're breaking up here. And, uh, yeah, he sails away into the sunset. He's dumping her. Oh, it's a sunrise, I think, because he's leaving. He sails away into the sunrise because <laughs> he's leaving for work on a boat called JoJo. While JoJo, yeah, kind of uh, awkward. He stares. can't really leave because he's riding a boat named JoJo. Yeah, He'll be exactly. thinking about it all day. He'll be like, can't get her out of my mind. Well, here's the thing about that. Once you name a boat, isn't it kind of bad luck to rename that boat? No, I think it's just bad luck to ride a boat with no name. Yeah. But what about when you sell your boat and then they have to change the name? Yeah, well, I think all uh, all curses are dropped once you sell the boat. Mm. Unless it's a curse that requires selling of the boat or can stay. <laughs> what? After a purchase? <laughs> well, uh, I like stop paying attention for like a second You have thing. to burn the boat. <laughs> yeah, you might Just have to burn the boat, the boat to lift all curses. To dissipate but the curse. Yeah, uh, if you rename your boat, or if you're one to keep renaming your boats, I'm pretty sure that like affects your uh, intake of fish. 
and stuff like really? that. Yeah, yeah. Your boat is not going expensive. to be as successful as if it has a name that just you know. Does it reset eventually? I I don't know. I would have to get more into uh, boat luck. mysticism in Mystic Connecticut, but. Uh, yeah, like, is he going... Well, if not our show, then who else is going to get into boat mysticism in Mystic Connecticut? <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> I'm only doing half the job here. But uh, is he going to rename his boat now? Because it was already af- uh, named after his mom. I guess uh, the curse is lifted if you give your boat to your son, and he names it after his wife. You but know? he named it early. That was, like, premarital sex as yeah. far as he should be concerned, naming that boat yeah, yeah. before they were married. Yeah, throw sex out the window. How about renaming your boat? Like, <laughs> Too soon. Before you get married. It's like getting someone's name tattooed on you. It's yeah, just a curse like, against the relationship. I can't exactly. my boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And then drives away. What if you got a tattoo of the boat and the tattoo says JoJo on the boat? <laughs> He's but good. then he just gets the boat Double curse. Out. Does that and then does it cancel out once yeah. it doubles up like that? He's got to get rid of this boat. He should have instead of sailing away, he should have just walked off the boat and like into the water. It's <laughs> like I'm done, Jojo. Splash! Like he just gets the, the tattoo changed to say "Wino forever." <laughs> yeah. But I don't. So I don't really think he is intending to break up with her right now. I think that this is a this is a like a she was speechless. I don't think he's mm-hmm. ever spoken back to her. I mean, also how how are they even back together after she like bailed on a wedding? Like that's expensive for for, for a boat a boater's salary. Like yeah, and she just bailed, and he was like putting up with that, and now he's like, you know well, what, this isn't working for me. But he's also pretty sure she's gonna be like. You're right. I love you. Let's get married. Yeah, yeah. I think he, uh, he's breaking up with her, but he's also at the same time giving her a chance to like uh, get him back. You know. Yeah, you can't be like I love you in a breakup unless you want that to continue. Yeah. Beyond the, it's not a real breakup. This is a <coughs> I'm giving you a test run and yeah, see how you this like is a it. Test run. Breakup. And she doesn't seem to look like she likes it. She's in shock a little. Well, but... now the ball is in her court. She's gonna have to do something to get. Bill well, back. it's been in her court because she's been calling the shots here. But yeah, it's now she yeah. has to actually she just wasn't put herself out there that it was in her court. Now it's being called upon and and love him for his brain and his his wit mm-hmm. and not just his dick. Right. She can also love his dick though. That there's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, right. key to a happy marriage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like endurance wise, uh, I I wrote down uh, this is kind of not really about the movie necessarily, but like. Um, the outfit that he's delivering this monologue in, he just mm-hmm. looked really silly because it was like, you know, some overall, some like big rubber overalls and like yeah. they were like half on. Big yellow ring suit and a. But also, he was dressed like a, like a fisherman. It kind of reminded me a little bit of. Uh, yeah, he's dressed for the <laughs> role. Have you seen Bottle Rocket? Mm, I don't know. Wes Anderson's first movie, um, or one of his first. I think he actually did a short film based off of. Or that Bottle Rocket was based off of. No. Yeah. Anyway, Owen Wilson in that wears uh, this, like, yellow jumpsuit and kind of delivers a dramatic monologue in that. Mm. (laughs) And uh, that sort of reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, I like their jumpsuits in Bottle Rocket. They're, like, they're just, like, bright bright yellow for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. Well, probably because they looked cool. Mm -hmm. Probably because they looked cool. Was that before Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think uh, Rushmore's the first one that I saw. So it's Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums... Uh, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, mm-hmm. the Darjeeling Limited, then the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fox one. Oh, I forgot he did that. Um, that's then great. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. I think that's, and that's right. That's it. No, and then and then um, yeah, the new dog one. Well, no, the hotel one. Um, 
Grand oh, Budapest. Oh yeah, the Grand Budapest. I like that one. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. I, yeah, watch I haven't that again. seen most of those. After the Life Aquatic, I think I was like, "All right, I'm over it." I yeah. can totally understand that Life Aquatic was like a bit much, maybe. Yeah, but I think I, 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 like, I, I want to go back. I, I just like haven't it, done it yet. I, was, yeah, I, I want to watch all of them because I do like on, him. Uh, Life Aquatic it had a really good soundtrack. Yeah, you should watch Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna Fun watch fact, all the, of them. Uh, there was this Portuguese <laughs> uh, this album that came out that was all Portuguese covers of David Bowie from that movie. Mm. Oh yeah, and, uh, isn't that what it is? That was like my primary lovemaking album for like a good long while. <laughs> <laughs> I you gotta still have hear, a good uh, one, you know? Yeah. I still hear songs off that album a lot, like on the radio and stuff. Yeah, sometimes. I forgot that that is what that is. But I did see the fantastic <clears throat> Mr. Fox. Yeah. Even though somebody broke up with me on our way to that movie. Ooh, rough. Ooh. And I was like, you bastard, we could have at least watched the movie. I didn't get to see it until it came out on, like, DVD. Oh, like, no, later. you didn't just go anyway by yourself? No, because he was like, actually, let's get coffee. So we, like, mm-hmm. missed the start of the movie. And he was like, I'm just, uh, I'm really, he actually was like, he gave me, he only liked me for my dick. I think is <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, he has another movie coming out called uh, Isle of Dogs that looks pretty good. It's like claymation, like that one was. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's and it's about dogs? <laughs> it's about um, an island. Whoa! Mm-hmm. There's a show I saw that's a quick, like, 45-minute little documentary show on Netflix right now, and it's like, 41 dogs in my house. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if I... I mean, 41 cats, maybe that's a little crazy, but 41 dogs, it could happen. I think I'm okay with this. <laughs> I know. Which would you I rather have in your it. house, 41 cats or 41 dogs? dogs? Yeah, dogs, right? I, I would want one dog maybe. over one cat, even, is the choice. That well, I, I like always cats. Make. I don't know. I don't. I like Sorry. cats, but this I don't like cool. 41 cats. Your cat's cool, though. He's yeah, just chilling. I, I don't even like, really want two cats. Like, yeah. ha- half the time, you know, like, a, of the day, my cat is, like, stalking well, me. Like, at least if you had 41 dogs, you could have, like, a sled-pulling team or something. Mm. And they yeah. can, like entertain themselves. I mean, I guess at a certain point that you can't love 41 dogs enough and then it's just sad. They need more. They need Either to, way, like, you'd have to kind of separate yourself from like the dog slash cat area of the house mm-hmm. in yeah. either scenario. Because you couldn't like, possibly smell train all of those. Yeah, you're going to need 41 litter boxes if you have 41 cats. 41 like, litter boxes for 41 cats. Yeah, well, they're not going to use another litter box. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying that would be a good title for something. <laughs> <laughs> the title for something, eh? 41 litter boxes. For 41 cats. For 41, for 41 cats. With uh, 41 dogs, though, like, if they're all, you know, barking and going crazy at the same time, you can at least be like, dogs, <laughs> sit. And then all the dogs will sit. You mm-hmm. know, like, cats won't do that. Like, if you tell are 41, 41 cats... Are the same kind of dog, or are they, like, a No, no, it's a mix, mixed bag, mixed no, variety. No, I think, I think there was a lot of, like, I don't know, like, kind of like those little... Shih Tzu type like creatures, which also means that's forty one groomers if they all are all those. But I don't know. I only saw the preview and I was like, "This is disgusting." But I was mm-hmm. also like, "But you know, maybe it could be cute." But then I was like, "No, I'm just gonna feel sad for the neglected dogs." Yeah, that's just can't. animal hoarding at that. Yeah, point. and I'm then it's just sure like sad. That my cat is from an animal hoarding situation. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. Like me and Windsor have uh, sibling. Yeah. Cats. Sibling cats, yeah, Mabel and OG. Yeah. But yeah, Mabel and OG are from, uh, yeah, a cat hoarder. And they had a lot of fleas on them when I got them. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, they can't be in anything but squalor. I think there's a hoarder that lives in my building. Have you seen that car? Oh, yeah. I have been, uh, (laughs) I have been meaning to bring this car up on the show. (laughs) Okay, so there's this car in the parking lot that's like 
completely filled with stuff, like to the roof. Yeah. There's just like an area carved out where the person sits. and Just now, the driver, no passenger. Right, and so okay. you'd think like, oh, maybe this car doesn't work and they're just mm-hmm. like storing stuff in the car. Mm-hmm. But no, the car moves around the parking lot periodically. <laughs> so yeah. like people are coming and going in this thing. Well, that's good they're not also agoraphobic. Yeah, right. yeah. Congratulations. I wonder if it's just their car that looks like that. No. Or their there's no way. And their car. It's I've seen, be a hoarding you know, thing, I've right? Seen, there's no yeah. other explanation. Absolutely. I've seen a car like that in media, like at the post office before. Yeah. Like, so maybe it was the same person. They were running errands. Yeah, maybe they have a job. Maybe it's, you know, somewhere else, another part of I mean, the they day. have to go places to collect all the shit. That but they yeah, this is, it's so. not a bad car. I think it's like a Subaru or something. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, yeah, it's like this hatchback that's just like full of like trash and Is it trash or is it clothes? And, yeah, there's just like... Uh, there's a lot like of like a, plastic bags and stuff. There's Those, like a you know, circle carved like a out of they all the trash. They probably just went to the, the supermarket yesterday <laughs> and just well, like, filled actually, I was kind of car. wondering, like, the car is so full, like what if they need to bring groceries or something home? There's like mm. literally not room for that in that car. Yeah. Maybe they just order their groceries. Like, the like trash delivery. might literally be, like, hanging over the person's head. Like, you know, there's, like, is there a trunk, like, or is it a hatchback? Uh, it's a hatchback. Mm. So there, it is Maybe there's mystery. a carved out part, like, underneath the How window. How do they get their groceries mm-hmm. home? Yeah, like, it tie just, it to the roof. They buy in small amounts. Maybe. You know, get what they need. Maybe it just goes to Wawa. And then do you think they just keep the trash and everything that they just brought yes. in? Yes, I think he keeps all the trash. God. That's what they do. Poor person. Yeah, it's a really unfortunate it situation. Is. Anyway. But great that he's not agoraphobic. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of uh, 41 puppies and 41 kitties, is everybody ready for the Puppy Bowl this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big year happening. for the Puppy Bowl. Big. Did you see that they're um, banning the, the regional foods of places in the opposite places? Like Wait, what? Like, I read an article today that in Boston they... They, like, aren't serving any Philadelphia craft brew beers until the end of this game. Oh, yeah. And they stop. They're like, no more Philadelphia cream cheese. And it's like, okay. I think uh, Yards has, like, a bet with uh, some... Uh, like Sam Adams. Yeah, wasn't there some, some sort of bet company? where everyone's supposed to get a free beer in Philadelphia? Oh, no, it was one of the players made a declaration, and then I read an article that it would be $3 million for him to buy everyone in the city a Bud yeah, Light. Just, just and clarify, Bud Light wrote back and said, we'll just do it. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. And it's located oh, cool. out of Philadelphia, and uh, Philadelphia is headed towards the Super Bowl this year. That's true. So, yeah, Puppy true. Ball, Puppy Mystic Ball is going to be so great. Uh, gonna be, they would be rooting for the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super Bowl. I gotta work the Super Bowl, so I'm just Ew, I'm not like that's gonna be awful. I'm just not digging it. I mean, pizza I, shop? I love that no, Eagles are playing. Wings, you know, no. yeah, you're gonna be so it's gonna, gonna be so busy the whole uh, it's gonna, time. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna, gonna be just and wings. people yelling. Like, what's fun about it to women. you is what uh, makes it a nightmare for me. Yeah, no, I don't. So everybody, that. think about that while you're celebrating for the Super Bowl. How much of a nightmare day I'm. Because we're probably gonna order wings and pizza from a place. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be making. I don't make the wings. I make the pizza. I'm not a big wing guy. I like wings. Yeah. I don't know. Boneless wings. Boneless mm, wings. I, you know, I'm That's usually all for it. With it because, like, I'll uh, get chicken tenders before I get full chicken pieces at like KFC or Popeyes. Mm-hmm. But for wings, I kind of want the bones and the wings. I feel like I can manage that. You know? 
Every time I eat wings, like if I eat 50 wings, then uh, at the end of it all, I'm just staring down at 50 dead birds. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a, a dead bird no, graveyard. No, only 25. Each bird has two wings. Right, right. <laughs> Still, so you've only just killed dead birds. 25 birds so you could sit there and eat a bunch you know, of wings. Cool and I'm just real sad after I'm done eating wings because I'm like, I, look what I did to all these birds. I wonder if we could get some of those big turkey legs like they have at uh, Medieval Disney. times? Yeah, like at the medieval... Or uh, the Renaissance Fair, yeah, uh, or at Disney World, right? That'd be pretty fun. Just chow down on some big old turkey legs. I'm sure you'll find uh, those somewhere. When I went to college, there was just wings over Amherst, and it was like a mm. chain, kind of small chain of a wings place, and they had these insane sizes that were all like, like the platoon, the, the blah blah, and then it just went up to the aircraft carrier, which I think was like. 250 wings like <laughs> 10 pizzas like 25 sodas and I think it was a thing that you have to tell them in would... advance like, like uh, if I'm going to order an insane <laughs> amount of food from, from uh, Jiminy Crickets mm. should I tell them that in advance or can I just order it on you, the spot you better tell them that in advance I'm yeah. pretty sure you can probably order up to like it's probably catering uh, right like 20 pizzas if it's not busy and you were just like hey can I get 20 pizzas uh-huh. we're probably going to be like that'll be like an hour but yeah sure uh-huh. But if you try to do that on like a Friday night, like we're, we might just hang up on you. No, it's got to be. It's like catering menu. Mm. But I know that there was like it's like a, it was like a joke, somewhat like swatting other people, which was you would just aircraft carrier them and order this gigantic hundred fifty two hundred dollars. That's a less horrible form thing. of swatting. Yeah, than it was. It's a lot. It's, yeah. it's more like a real prank that's just kind Don't of funny and also unfortunate for the person that dropped it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, anyway, uh, alright. Does that cover everything? Do we want to talk about who won the minute? Oh, yeah, who won the minute? Well, Vincent. Uh, I guess Vincent won yeah. the minute. Right? Yeah, Phil won the minute. We didn't say who won last minute, but I think he won that one, too. Yeah, he's it's, been doing that monologue for a while. Yeah, well, she was answering him then. Continuation of his speech. Well, he wins the minute because he yelled, You just love me for my dick. He right. like, gives the speech and then sails away at the yeah. I've never gotten to sail <laughs> away. That's so like true. Better than a mic drop. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm no, done. And then like... Mm-hmm. No matter what you're talking about, if you sail away into the sunrise at the end of it, uh, you, you won that minute. Especially the sunrise, early worm, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. He really won and that He's minute. off to work. He's probably going <laughs> to... He's probably going to have a really productive day. Yeah, exactly. And, and she's going to go home and cry or something and not do anything. And he's just going to get made fun pizza. of by his friends, or by his coworkers the entire day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't think they'd feel bad? And, like, They're going to be like, you can't change that boat name now, man, because there's a curse on it if you do. Wait, so would that they, they would just bust his balls the whole time and not be like, man, that sucked. Let's just Yeah, I bet they're calling him it. the other F word that we don't use anymore, <laughs> yeah. but was in a lot of 1980s movies. <laughs> like, uh, I bet they're just saying that over and over again. Right. And he's, like, trying to brush it off and play it cool, but, like, wipes a single tear from mm. his eye. I imagine these guys into, aren't, into the like, uh, aren't, like, actually having conversations out at sea. They're just, like, grunting and, like, calling each other names. And throwing like, fish at each other. You pussy. <laughs> 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 Throws a beer at him. You're a pussy. <laughs> no, you're a pussy. No, I think I like them slapping each other with fish. Let's get better. fish. Mm. Bring more fish. Make more money. Yeah. Can't get married unless... God says so. (laughs) (laughs) For Christ's sakes. This is Mystic Pizza Minute, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, Special thanks to our guest, Caitlin Fontecchio. Thanks. Special thanks to Steve for editing this fine piece of audio. Art. 
ass. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, special thanks to Bungler for doing our theme song, and special thanks to you, the listener, for coming with us this far and hopefully going the rest of the way with us. Listening to our art, because it's art. <laughs> we're artists. All right. I thought we were musicians. Uh, so should we watch the <laughs> same now? <laughs> we're talking music. We're voice musicians. <laughs> voice artists. We got. 30 minutes till the start of the CD. I'm just going to keep saying different words uh, for a voice artist for the next three minutes. I don't think you said any different words. You were just uh, repeating artists. Word spinners. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, wordsmiths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morphine. Language. You're a linguist. Yeah. We have one of those. You're conversation a- jazz musicians. Yeah, conversational jazz. Linguisticating. This is conversational jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I we're gonna, we're gonna It's li- about the facts that we don't say. I hate jazz. We're going to list it here. in that category along with sound design. And <laughs> I hope Steve just like slowly fades out over like the last <laughs> several minutes of conversation. Uh, yeah. It's like when an album just keeps going, you know, or like a song. Like mm-hmm. Black Sabbath did that a lot, where they just like, it was like, could you not figure out how to stop? You just, you just let it fade off. Like, what do you do at a live show? Did you I, think uh, this through? Yeah, I heard of a defense of the fading off thing. I didn't really buy it, though. I don't remember what it was now. It's I, like, didn't buy it it's that silly. much. All right, hit stop. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs>